الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا كتب عليكم الصيام كما كتب على الذين من قبلكم لعلكم تتقون قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من لم يدع قول الزور والعمل به فليس لله حاجة أن يدع طعامه وشرابه أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم that there was a time when he was not even a thing mentioned. There was no mention of him. And then Allah Ta'ala gave existence, gave us this life, put us into this dunya. Allah Ta'ala loves us more than we can love ourselves. Allah Ta'ala loves his bandhas, his servants, his slaves very great. More than any mother can love a child. After all, a mother didn't create the child. The mother didn't <coughs> give the child all his limbs and organs and faculties. The mother merely was the means of the child coming into the dunya. But being the means, she has been given such a great right. But she didn't create the child. Allah Ta'ala created every human being. So the mother who merely bore the child and nursed the child has such deep love for the child that nothing can compare with it in terms of general dunya love. So what is the love of the creator of this bandha? And it is out of this love that Allah Ta'ala has for his servants that Allah Ta'ala creates the excuses, the means, the occasions, the times, the places. Allah Ta'ala says, that this is a time, this is a place where my rahmat, my mercy, my forgiveness is showering down. And among those times, those special occasions, is this Mubarak month of Ramadan. <coughs> Allah Ta'ala's mercy knows no bounds. And His mercy is not dependent on us doing some great feat. rahmat e haq in Persian one quote says that the Rahmat of Allah Ta'ala and the mercy of Allah Ta'ala doesn't wait or doesn't require a huge flood of actions but it requires some little excuse from our side some little excuse from our side and Allah Ta'ala is ready to forgive us among those occasions this is Mubarak month of Ramadan Allah Ta'ala's special bounties, special mercy, special rahmat comes down in torrents. But at the same time, there is a system. Like in dunya, we all have a system for things. 
without a system things don't operate. Allah Ta'ala is the benefactor, He is the creator, He is the sustainer, He is the nourisher. Allah Ta'ala gave us life and one day He will give us death as well. Every Ramadan, this is a statement which is repeated perhaps many many times by different people. But how many people were with us last year and are not present to see this Ramadan? There might have been many who heard this statement last year and are not present this year. They heard it last year and didn't think that this could be perhaps applying to me. Maybe it applies to somebody else. It will apply to many people but perhaps not me. They heard it last year. They are not here to listen to it this year. We are speaking it this year. We are listening to it this year. It could very well apply to us long before next year. We have this opportunity. Allah Ta'ala has given us, like we have a system in everything, Allah Ta'ala gave us everything, gave us life, gave us all our faculties. Allah Ta'ala is sustaining us, nourishing us. Allah Ta'ala wants something from us as well. Some little thing, that little excuse. Allah Ta'ala wants this gratitude from us. If He gave us everything, we become His true grateful servants. مَا اللَّهُ بِعَذَابِكُمْ إِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ وَآمَنْتُمْ Allah Ta'ala says, what will Allah Ta'ala get out of punishing you? You are truly grateful and you have Iman. This wealth of Iman and this true gratitude. Allah Ta'ala doesn't want to punish you. He wants the best for every servant of His. But there is this little system. These two things we need from our side. We need to have this Iman firmly rooted within us. And we need to become the true grateful servants of Allah Ta'ala. That's two things. And these two things we present from our side, then Allah Ta'ala is ever ready to forgive us for the mistakes that might happen somewhere, the slip-ups that take place, and these Mubarak moments come and give us that excuse to get our sins forgiven. Now what is the two requirements we said? In shakartum wa amantum. Allah Ta'ala describes this in this ayat of the Quran Kareem summarizes the whole thing in just these two things. In shakartum wa amantum. Iman is obviously the foundation. Everything else Allah Ta'ala has summarized in shukr. What is shukr? What is the reality of shukr, of gratitude? What is verbal shukr? Which alhamdulillah, from time to time we express verbal shukr for the ni'mat and bounties of Allah Ta'ala. But the reality of shukr is the shukr in action. Shukr indeed. Person, we give somebody something, we give him a hadya, a gift. What is the gift? So the gift is a nice, beautiful bowl made of very, very expensive uh, material, some glassware of some sort, imported from somewhere, very beautiful. So we gave somebody a gift. And he tells us in so many different ways, mashallah, jazakallah, alhamdulillah, and I truly appreciate your gift. And then the next day, or sometime later, we go to visit him. We see that bowl has been kept in place of a dustbin. All the dirt is being thrown in that bowl. And worse still, worse still, just as an example, that person's child is now just growing up, so he's using that bowl for his potty training. So now this bowl, which was such an expensive bowl, and for all the good things it could have been used for, we expected that he would perhaps present people, his guests, with that beautiful, delicious meal in it. He's using it for his child's potty training. What goes to our heart? How will we react to this? 
that this person said, uh, expressed his thanks and gratitude in so many lines, I could have filled a whole page writing down all the words he said of gratitude. But this is his gratitude. This is the reality of his appreciation that this beautiful bowl, expensive, imported, and he's using it for his child's potty training. So that shatters us. We don't want to give him anything ever again. This person has got no appreciation. He's got no gratitude in him. Now let us rethink and reflect upon ourselves all the bounties Allah Ta'ala gave us. Just for example, let us take one bounty, the bounty and the gift of the heart. This heart was meant to be the home of the love of Allah. This heart was meant to be pure so that the pure love of Allah Ta'ala could fill it. That the love of Rasulullah could fill it. That this heart, because his heart is king. And the king, on the indications of the king, the rest of the subjects, they act. So the indications of the king will make the hand act, will make the eye get into action, the feet, every limb of the body. Now this heart, which was meant for the love of Allah Ta'ala, like that person used that bowl, expensive bowl, imported, used it for his child's potty training, we couldn't tolerate that. Now let us think of this heart, can all the surgeons and all the people of the world get together and create this heart? Just to merely just clear a blockage. They'll charge you as they say an arm and a leg. Just to clear one blockage in one little archery of that heart. That a person has to pay 250, 300, 400,000 rands. To merely clear one blockage. To replace the heart is impossible. And now this heart which Allah Ta'ala gave out of His grace, which was supposed to be the seat of the love of Allah Ta'ala, the home of the love of Allah Ta'ala, supposed to be kept pure. How many of us have made it, forget the potty, we have made it the sewerage system of the entire world. That all the filth of the world passes through our hearts. Whatever dirt and filth is being done anyway, we will look at something, we will listen to something, we will think of something, fantasize something and flush everything through our hearts. But is this gratitude for this great gift of Allah Ta'ala? Allah Ta'ala wants his gratitude. That this heart is now used for what Allah Ta'ala has given us. This heart becomes the place which is filled with the love of Allah Ta'ala. This Mubarak month of Ramadan, we ask for many things. We understand the value of the special moments of dua. The time of Sehri, at the time of Iftar, between the Adhan and the Iqama, at other times, and especially these two times, the time of Sehri and Iftar. So we ask for all our needs of dunya, and indeed akhirat as well. But very often we don't ask Allah Ta'ala for His love. We don't beg Allah Ta'ala, Ya Allah, I want you. There was this king, Mahmud, who had the slave Ayaz. And he was very, very fond of him. Ayaz was a slave at him. But he had become very close to the king. And the other ministers were becoming jealous over him, envious that what is the problem? This is a slave. And we have all these abilities and capabilities and we run this whole government for the king and he's showing so much of attention to this ayaz. And the king picked it up also. This is what's going on. So one day he asked for the special jewel, priceless jewel to be brought out of the treasury. So this jewel was brought priceless. 
And then he called one minister and told him, break this. He got a shock of his life. Break this? This is priceless. You don't have anything like this in your whole treasury. I can't do this. He asked the other person, break it. The third person, break it. Everybody refused to break it. And eventually, then came the turn, turn of the yards. He said to Ayaz, you break it. Ayaz took it and he broke it without any hesitation. He smashed it and threw it with force on the ground and shattered in so many pieces. So everybody was shocked. What is this person, a madman? What is his problem that he broke this priceless jewel? <coughs> so the king also first just pretended to be very upset. Asked him, what did you do? Don't you have any understanding? Then he asked him, why did you break it? So he says that there were two things. One was this jewel and the other was your command. For me, your command is beyond everything. This jewel doesn't have any comparison to what is the value of your command. So I upheld that command. You said break it, I broke it. So this was number one. This was his commitment. What is the command of the king is above everything. <laughs> then one day, the king said, okay, whoever puts his hand on anything, that is his. So everybody started putting their hand on different valuables. This person stood quietly behind the king. And then the king finally asked him, because he was now trying to show these ministers that you all think you all know better. I know what is this person's worth. Eventually he looked at him, he said, you haven't put your hand on anything. He said, really, whatever I put my hand on is mine? He said, yes. So he put his hand on the shoulder of the king. He said, if I have you, I have everything. If I don't have you, then what is the worth having the other thing? So likewise, this is the month and this is the time to beg from Allah, to beg Allah. We have Allah, we have everything. Ektu mera, to sab mera, falak mera, nahi meri. Ektu nahi mera, to koi shay nahi meri. So it says, Ya Allah, if you are mine, then everything is mine. The heavens and the earth is mine. So you have Allah, I have everything. If I don't have you, Allah, I got nothing. I can have all the wealth of the world all the luxuries and comforts of the world, all the thrills and thrills of the world, but it's all going to turn to dust. It's nothing if I have you, don't have you Allah. So the thing to get back, what we have to ask for in this Mubarak month, is the love of Allah. We acquire the love of Allah, Allah we've acquired everything. Because that is the thing that drives the person. So this month Allah gave us, this is part of this uh, Allah's rahmat and His special mercies that He loves us. Allah Ta'ala wants us to come back to Him. So the, among the things that we have to do is, primarily as we said, the shukr, the gratitude, that we become the true grateful servants of Allah Ta'ala. And what is the reality of this gratitude? That this command of Allah Ta'ala, like that command, the king gave the command, break this jewel, that didn't matter what was the price of this jewel. The price of the jewel meant nothing, the command of the king meant everything. Allah Ta'ala's commands that are focused towards us, the command of Salah, for example. So at that time, everything else is worthless. Like for Ayaz, that jewel was worthless when it came in front of the command of Allah. Likewise, everything else is worthless when it comes to the command that now is the time to perform our Salah. The Muslim has, on the, from the side of Allah, called out, Hayya al Salah, Hayya al Salah. Now to proceed to the Masjid is shukr. This is the gratitude of that moment. Person is walking on the street, wherever he may be, and he's being tempted to look at haram, to cast some lustful glances. But who blessed him with his eyes? 
Did he create them? Did some surgeons give it to him? Can the whole world put together give a blind person an eye? So now the shukr at that time means to act on the command, the command of Allah Ta'ala. Say to the believing men to lower their gazes. That is a command of Allah Ta'ala. Everything in front of that command is worthless. Everything else can be shattered to pieces. The heart can be shattered to pieces also, but not the command of Allah. So like that, every other command, whether it is zakat, whether it is hajj, <coughs> whether it is how we control our tongue, whether it is how we use our eyes, how we use our heart, everything that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with, to be obedient to Allah Ta'ala in that aspect, that is sugar. And this is what Allah Ta'ala wants from us. مَا يَحَلُوا اللَّهُ بِعَذَابِكُمْ إِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ وَآمَنْتُمْ Can you imagine? The whole of deen has been summarized into one word, shukr. Iman is the foundation. Without Iman, nothing is acceptable. Everything else has been summarized into shukr. Nobody likes that somebody is ungrateful to him. Somebody does not appreciate. Whereas what really do we do for anyone? What can we really provide for anyone? Despite that, we take ingratitude very seriously. So, what about our ingratitude to Allah? And how much we are supposed to become the grateful servants of Allah? Allah Ta'ala has brought this entire being down to this one word, in shakartu, wa amantu. That you want to be saved from the chastisement, from the punishment of Allah Ta'ala, all we have to do is become His true grateful servants. And how will this gratitude come? That we put His order above everything. We put the order of Allah Ta'ala above everything. Order of Salah, order of Zakat, order of Hajj, order of looking after our gaze, order of looking after our hearts. Inna sama wal basara wal fu'ad, kullu ula'ika ka'ana anhu mas'ula. Allah Ta'ala says, verily your hearing, your sight, your hearts, all this you will be questioned about on the day of Qiyamah. So looking after this, and putting the command of Allah Ta'ala above everything. This is the sum total of what we are required to acquire in this Mubarak month of Ramadan. But this has been required, this is taqwa. This is the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala that we are required to acquire. And this starts off with that now we sincerely make toba. The first step of taqwa is toba. We sit down, we ponder, we reflect that my life, so many years of my life has passed. How grateful have I been to Allah Ta'ala? Have I really been a grateful servant? How ungrateful have I been? It's now time for me to seek forgiveness for my ingratitude and resolve now never to be ungrateful again. <coughs> so this first step is Tawbah. And when a person <coughs> sincerely repents, that sincere repentance requires that he gives up the sin. It is not that jam bar kaf, Tawbah bar lab. person has still got the glass in his hand, the glass of haram, and he's still saying Tawbah, Tawbah. What a terrible thing this is. But he's not throwing the glass away. That kind of Tawbah is not really Tawbah. That is a mockery of Tawbah. First he must throw that glass away. He must throw the haram away. So the first step would be to throw that haram away. And to sincerely regret having even committed that action. Like a person made a mistake, some business mistake. Yesterday one person was discussing some of these issues and he's saying, I just can't get over this mistake I made. Some terrible decision or a wrong decision, business decision, which put everything in the red. Now it happened years ago. But that wrong decision of his which put his business in the red, the pain of it is still in his heart. Things have recovered to a point also. 
But the pain of that decision that he made, which put the whole business in the red, that pain is still in his heart. Whereas that dunya comes and goes. How many times we have put ourselves on the red in terms of the commands of Allah? But has that pain ever come in our heart? What did I do? This gift of sight Allah gave me, what have I used it for? This gift of the tongue Allah gave me, how have I mis- misused this? How have I used all my faculties and limbs? So that pain was in the heart, that regret and remorse. This too is a precondition of Tawbah. So one is a person gives the haram up, the other is that he regrets having disobeyed Allah. And then the third is he firmly resolves not to commit it again. This doesn't mean he'll overnight become a farishta and angel. He can slip up. That's a different issue if he may slip up. His intention is 100%, I will never do this again. Then when they deep down the heart, he has made this resolution. He has resolved that this is the end of this kind of life. Now I want to be the true grateful servant of Allah. He makes a sincere tawbah and he relates the rights of people, he fulfills those rights. The rights of Allah Ta'ala, he fulfills those rights. And he makes sincere tawbah. He has become overnight a ta'idu habibullah. In one moment he has become the beloved of Allah Ta'ala. This is Allah Ta'ala's mercy and rahmat. This is how much Allah Ta'ala loves us. So that sincere tawbah which we make in our hearts now, in one moment transforms a person into habibullah. And la aminul muzlibin that the sobbing of those who are seeking forgiveness this is more beloved to Allah Ta'ala than the person reciting tasbih at the time somebody reciting subhanallah, subhanallah, what a great thing that person who is now his sobbing and that sound of his crying is more beloved to Allah Ta'ala than this person's tasbih also so this Mubarak month Allah Ta'ala has given us that we come back to Allah Ta'ala that we become his true servants, we become his grateful servants. And Allah Ta'ala wants us by means of the sincere tawbah and acquiring the taqwa that we make our dunya also, we make our akhirat as well. The taqwa has all the good of dunya as well in it. Inshallah, some other occasion we'll elaborate on this. Allah Ta'ala make us his true grateful servants. Allah Ta'ala enable us to use this Mubarak month correctly. But this month is not a time to be wild away, not a time for past times, time is passing. And time will pass. We don't have to make any effort to pass time. Time will pass us. But to make that time, to make it valuable, that is our effort. And this Mubarak month, every moment we have to make valuable. This will make our dunya also, it will make our akhirat as well. Allah Ta'ala give us his offering.